Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Angel Rodriguez with NYC Talking, and I'm here with Awante. Awante, hey, what's up, everyone? The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx. All right, so why, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? Okay. Well, I'm Awante, a.k.a. Awante Diamond. I'm a former stand-up comedian. Uh, right now, I'm a musical comedian. You, you don't do uh, stand-up anymore? No, I used to do stand-up. I did stand-up about six years. Uh, and then back in North Carolina, I did stand-up. And then when I came to New York, I tried to do some stand-up. A lot of times, I would have these shows where you have to do like a six-person minimum. And you would invite your people to come see you perform. And they would charge you like 15 to 20 bucks. And then you have to get a two-drink minimum, which was like 20 bucks in itself. So all my people were coming to see me who are starving artists, most of my friends. And when they come, that's a lot on them. So I felt like it was my responsibility to switch up my style and deliver something where I don't charge my fans uh, a lot of money just to come and have a laugh. I feel like my personal philosophy is you shouldn't have to pay to laugh. You shouldn't have to pay you to laugh. You shouldn't have to pay to laugh. Laugh is free, you know? And a lot of these people, they're unhappy, so that's why I'm a king, and I'm here to bring them some laugh in their life for free. So that, that was a kingly decision. That's a king, yes. I bestowed this honor upon, you know, myself. Very cool. I'm sure I'm sure everyone's <laughs> grateful Yes. for that kingly, uh, kingly decision. <laughs> well, pretty much when I first started and uh, doing comedy... I call myself a Wante Diamond because I was inspired by like Audrey Hepburn and Marilyn Monroe and all, you know, glamorous Hollywood, old glamorous Hollywood. And I just saw how they all would have a diamond and they would just be so happy. So I felt like, wow, I want to be happy. I want a diamond. So that's how the name came, I Wante Diamond. And then from there, I felt like if I'm going into music, I want to be like Cher, you know, I want to be like a one name person. So that's why I said I want it. So that way they know. Now, I understand that um, family is very important to you. Why don't you tell us about your your views on family? Yes, family is very important to me. Um, I was raised in a family full of aggressive lesbians. Um, and that just showed me a lot of strength. It They taught me. I, I make a joke of it because, you know, they're lesbians. So they taught me how to be a man, which is crazy. Um, and they just... They put in, they instilled in me the importance of just loving yourself, not having anyone tell you you can't do something. Don't have anyone, you know, put you to the side because of your sexuality. Be proud of who you are. And they taught me a lot about courage. So I think that's why I love my family. And they always are supportive. You always need your family because you can have the highs, but then if you don't have no one there for you, then how can you enjoy it? And my family. I want them to enjoy it with me because they, they deserve it. They, they taught me how to be a man. Thank you, lesbians. Love you. And um, <laughs> No, I feel like I was a lesbian in my past life, so that's why I felt like I was here, you know, in this body to, to, to bring a different perspective on the world. God, let me tell you, I feel God made me gay in past life and this life because I feel like gay is a blessing. I feel like being gay... You have a different, you have a different sense of humor. You have a different personality, and you know God didn't make mistakes because you know He made gay people cute. And I feel like being gay in that life, you know, this is my mind. 
I feel like being gay in that life, I, I learned something. And I feel like being in this life, he wanted me to be a guy, just go around so I can learn, you know, and inspire men. And just show, you know, maybe the straight guys that gay gay people aren't aren't bad. You know, you have a lot of homophobes who feel like gay people are a certain way because of the media. So women pretty much rule the world. And I feel like that's why I was sent from that life into this body to inspire the men to let them know that, you know, gay people are great. You're the king and, yes. you know, you have your um, your comedy and you have uh, all, all the entertainment. But there's more to Awanti than just um, comedy and just uh, the, the kingdom, right? Yes. You have a message. You have a positive message. You want to talk to us about about that? Yeah. Well, definitely, I feel like as a comedian, everyone feels like you should be a clown all the time. That's not me. I'm a very, I have a unique sense of humor. I have a different personality from most. I feel like God made me special. And I feel like, you know, my message and my serious side, I'm a Gemini, you know, so I have my goofy side when it matters. When I'm on stage, I'm entertaining, I'm making you laugh because I want you to come and have a good time, forget about your problems. But then also there's times when I just want to sit down and reflect on life and, you know, be grateful for all the things I have. Uh, even when I'm with my family, like, I'm the quiet one, believe it or not. My family are the goofy ones. And I love that because it gives me a chance to know that, you know, I don't have to always be the crazy one, the zany one. Even when I go out in social circles, like, everyone expects me because I'm a comedian. Tell a joke. Like, I can't just tell jokes Make like that. Make me laugh, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm a storyteller by nature, and I feel like my serious side shows that you don't always have to be, if you're trying to be a comedian, you don't always have to be the clown. You can you can influence, you know, through a serious side, too. If that makes sense. Very cool. Um, I, I know you worked with uh, King Sage. You're I doing, did. Uh, you're doing a collaboration. King Sage is also big on that. Why don't you tell us about that experience? That 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 was a whole different, different, uh, different uh, type of project for you, as I understand. That was the most challenging and amazing experience that I've had. It was like educational. It was inspiring. Um, no pun intended. We. It was different for me because, you know, working with my my producers, Kia Siobhan and D-Nice, shout out to you guys. Uh, we have a certain style of how we go in and we just go in and we do it a certain way. So going to work with King Sage, I thought was going to be that same process. But it's, it's good to see how every engineer and every producer works differently. So going in there, I was like, OK, I was a little nervous because, you know, he's such a big deal. Um, I felt like, you know. I was a little nervous, and I normally don't get nervous when it comes to recording, but when I got in there, I was having difficult, because I... Well, it was also a different style, right? It was a different style, right. This wasn't a comedy This wasn't comedy. This is my sensual seduction. So this is my alter ego, Laquan, Henry, Alizé, Jenkins, Gershwin, um, who's, you know, my more sensual sexual side that you guys don't get to see, so bringing him to the studio and unleashing him on the track um, was different because normally I'm the craziest anyone in the studio and I'm saying, bitch, but going in there trying to be soft, I was having difficulty with some of the words. So King Sage, he kind of directed me in a way that 
I've never been directed before. And just the whole process in itself was just, it opened my eyes that you have to be versatile when you, when you attempt to do this, this, um, you know, this, this music thing. Yeah. I, I previewed the song and it sounds really good. Yeah. I loved it. I'm very, very happy with how it's coming. Thank you for the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a great time. You were at the Pride Parade, and yes. you spoke with a bunch of people. Yes. One of those being um, a musician called Yosmit, who, yes. who um, I I enjoyed. I enjoyed the song, the sound of the new Pussy, which yeah. is very, very, <laughs> uh, very entertaining song. I love Yosmit. So I was telling my wife, I'd be banging a Yosmit. Like, well, you, you were in. Know, you know. I mean, I mean, I'm not a bottom, but you in. <laughs> what about the Diamond of Comedy? You know what they say about black dudes, man. Well, so you well, know, you know, black, you know, you, too, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know. You know? <laughs> but I love every. I love everyone. I don't care if you're black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian. You know, we 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 have a good time. Very cool. As long as you buy me diamonds. Tell us about Fifty Shades of Gay. Fifty Shades. Of I, I wonder where you got that name from. Well, I read the um, book, and I felt like. The book was mostly a sexual sort of theme, but I felt like Fifty Shades of Gay would be funny because being a gay man, the media only portrays us as one thing, you know, horny, lusty men, perverts. I have my serious side. I have my sexual side. I have my fun, you know, my my hairstyle. You know, some days I want to go home and do hair. Some, you know, I want to do it all. I want to cook. We're not all just in one box. We're all different. And... I feel like this this could have a, a deeper meaning besides just the gay thing. I actually you explaining that is really interesting because I just thought it was a play on the book's name. Oh no. And I hadn't made the connection that it encompassed all the layers, you oh, know. So see, that's really is, interesting for me. This is my me. other side where I'm educational, I'm a teacher, you know. I got to teach these bitches. Well, that's 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 what a king does. They yes. lead and in, in, in cases they teach. It's my right and my duty. Didn't you learn anything from Braveheart? <laughs> Braveheart? Braveheart. The only thing I remember from Braveheart is you can take my f freedom or you can take my life or you'll never take my freedom. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Maybe this will... <laughs> you... you, you <laughs> At one point, you were telling you were telling me about the process of, uh, you know, getting your your album listed on iTunes, and you mentioned that they had a bit of a problem with some of your images, some of your your pictures. Now, how could that ever be possible? I wanted to do a take on the the king. You remember the emperor's clothes? Yes. I wanted to do something like that. So I felt like, what's a good way to get attention? Let me be the king naked. You know, I wanted to be naked naked, but. They wouldn't, they wouldn't take it on iTunes. Damn you, iTunes! So I figured, okay, let me wear a speedo. You know that way you can cover my junk, and I could still, you know, have it where the king is sexual, and you you look at the king's jewels, you know, without seeing the the king's jewels. So ultimately, they ended up accepting some of them. Yes, they accepted some of them. Uh, you'll see. Um, I have one where I'm laying down on the on the bench with my grapes and my in my, you know, 40, because malt liquor is a very, very important part of the King's diet. And you, you'll see. 
it's not too risky. It's not it's not trashy, you know. I feel like it's funny but not trashy. Very cool. Yes. So um, I put them out on the outlet. Some of them didn't. Some of my songs were a little too illicit um, because I have a deeper meaning in my in my songs, and you may hear a lot of curse words, but it goes beyond just the curse words. I do it for like uh, an effect, you know. So that's why a lot of them, I guess they didn't see that and they just rejected it. But the ones that I I really wanted on the album are on the album. And I'm going to put out a mixtape next year so you may get to hear the other songs that weren't you know, on the album. Yeah, they, they, they can just, all they can do is slow it down, right? Yes, that's they, right. They can't stop it. They can't stop it. I'll find a way. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. I have a lot of friends where I've invited them to my shows, and then they're like, I don't have any money. So I felt like my project I'm so proud of, why charge people? Let them come in and hear it, and, you know, they'll buy it when they get the money. And I'm not, it's not all about the money for me. It's all about making people laugh, inspiring their generation. And you'll get a chance to see me perform some of the songs. I have my favorites, like I'll Slap a Bitch, which a lot of people feel that that song is just about slapping women up. It's not. It's about life. You know, life can be a bitch. So when life becomes too much of a bitch, you slap it up. And you also have my one of my favorites off the album is nigga. I'm giving you 19 tracks, 19 delicious goodness from the mind of Awante. One of my favorites is uh, nigga, please. I want Tiffany's because my infatuation with jewelry. I love it. And that's the key to my heart. If you give me jewelry, then, you know, I'll marry you. Uh, And that that has a deeper meaning because it says, nigga, please, fuck these. That don't look like no Tiffany's. What the fuck is in your hand? Because that shit don't look like no diamonds. Pretty much, that's how... When you're in a relationship and you're with somebody, I'm the prize. I feel like I'm the prize. So I feel like I don't want no cheap-ass jewelry. I want the best. Like, I feel like I'm the best. I want the best jewelry. I want the top-of-the-line stuff. I want Cartier. I don't want some mom-and-pop jewelry, you know, store that you get for $5 and bring it to me think you're going to get in my back. No, that's not happening. Um, I want the best. So that's why I wrote that song. And also, it has a deeper meaning, too, because America is so full of greed nowadays, you know? And I felt like... Everyone's so superficial. And I felt like I wanted to put that message in there, too, that sh- that spends that effect. You know, America is superficial, but at the same time, you can have fun with it. It's showing them, it's making them look at themselves in a different way. That shows, like, damn, you know, you're just so, so name-oriented, you know. If that makes sense? Mm-hmm. I think, I think I wanted them it's... that you don't have to be so superficial all the time. It's, it's conditioned can. conditioned into us at a very young age. Yes. Um, and you have skippies. When you go to school, you get picked on. Exactly. You don't have the lees. You get picked on. Oh, no, I don't have lees. You know, no, you I don't have the best of them. <laughs> I love the smoke, you know, occasionally for my cataracts. There's people out there who need it for medicinal purposes. Please legalize those trees. You have Kiki, her twin sister, Lily. You have Shamika Kanji. You know, she always give me a free bag. Um, I don't want to have to go to my friend and me, Raheem, to get a free bag. I want to be able to go into a store and say, okay, that's the Taiwan purple. I want that. You know, I, I want to be able to just get marijuana legalized. Because if it's legalized in Amsterdam, why can't it be here? We're one of the best nations. We need that stuff legalized here. And maybe a lot of people won't be so violent. Maybe they'll just sit home mellow out. Because I know when I, I mean, when I have smoked in the past, I, you know, I mellow out. And I want 
people to know that marijuana is not so bad. You uh, performed at Brooklyn Nights for uh, uh, some G-Unit executive. Yes. And how was that experience? I performed for Kevin Weeks. Shout out to you, Kevin Weeks. Um, even though I know you wasn't having a good night that night, you know, I brought my, I brought my best material. I brought my A-game. But, you know, I made you laugh. I saw you smiling through the, you know, through the corner of my eye. Uh, Dashia Williams, she's from London. She's like a huge deal. She actually reached out to me. So she wanted me to come and perform for him. And um, pretty much it was a competition where people would, artists would get on stage and perform their two of their numbers uh, for Kevin. And if he liked it, he would put them on thisis50.com, which is a very popular site. And it can actually make the difference in the artist's career. So I figured, why not bring my style of comedy and maybe I can get on thisis50.com too. Even though I do musical comedy, but it still has that hood element. So I thought, okay, maybe I can just go for it. But either way, I had fun. And that's what you should do when you, you shouldn't do it for the fortune or fame. You should go and do it for fun. I was, I, you know, as you know, I was there. Yes. And that's, that's a tough crowd. It was a very tough crowd. Like, you know, my, that, was, that was real. My urban audiences, I love you guys. Um, continue to support me. Thank you so much. Um, but you, you have to you have to cater. You have to know your audience. So if you go up there and you do something that's not so, you know, urbanized, then they're not going to react good. But you have to do you have to know your audiences, and that's the most important part that I can. I mean, important lesson I could tell any new comedian. Don't go out there and think you're going to do, like, country songs for someone from the ghetto. That's not going to fly. They're not going to be too happy. You know, you got to do something that they can relate to. It's all about relatability. And so, you know, I did I'll Slap a Bitch because I'll Slap a Bitch is funny when you hear it. You know, I wanted to make them laugh. And then, you know, legalize those trees because where else can you get your trees but in the hood? You know, I'm going to teach soon, but she's on a diet right now. Mmm. That's that Jim Beam right there, Gratisha. Let's die. <laughs> um, uh, stand-up comedy's kind of on hold. The show's on hold. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, not saying I'm not going to go back to stand-up. I might go back to it. But right now, I just don't have a passion for it. Like, I have a passion for musical comedy. And that's the beauty about being a Gemini. You get bored easily. So, I love to find my niche. And I found it in musical comedy. Like, stand-up... I was just mm, mediocre, but with musical comedy, I felt like I can touch the world on a different scale and deliver a, a different message with my sense of humor, with different meanings, and I can educate them, entertain them at the same time. There's a lot of LGBT kids out there, um, a lot of black, gay, lesbian, transgender kids, bisexual kids, who feel that they don't have a place in this world, and they feel so alienated, even in school with bullying i mean i i didn't really have a big fair share of bullying because you know my my pops taught me to put my dukes but and i'm not saying go out there and fight but it's this world has become so violent i just wanted to do something where i can show these kids to love yourself have a laugh and you can overcome anything just keep focused just do what you have to do don't worry about those people out there making you feel bad because in the end, you'll have the last laugh. Self-love, not only for the black individuals out there, but for all races because the media only you know, shows us 
gay guys as Ken dolls with the blue eyes and the blonde hair, and they make that as the image of beauty. I wanted to show that if I'm black, I could be beautiful. If I'm Latino, I could be beautiful. If I'm Asian, I could be beautiful, and I could laugh. And also, I wanted to show you don't have to take yourself so serious all the time. You know, it's okay to laugh. You even if you, everyone doesn't think the same, and you don't have to be normal. You can you can think different, and I I, I think different. I am different, and I I pride myself on that because I don't want to be a part of the machine. I want to be a wante, and I want to bring my sense of humor out there where people that think just like me are afraid to laugh when someone out there who's a part of the quote-unquote machine makes you feel a certain way. If you, it's okay to laugh. And that's what I wanted to do this. And I wanted to sh- also definitely for my black LGBT boys out there and girls, you're beautiful. Love yourself. You don't have to change who you are just to fit into a certain mold. Just love yourself and keep going. I believe in you, your future leaders, and... And if I can get out there and inspire people, and if I can do my dreams, you can go out there and do your dreams. We all have different sides to us. And bring your best side, like Oprah said, Oprah says, you know, live your best life. Bring your best side out there, and you you all have, you know, we all have different shades. Find your shade and take on the world. You know, why don't you go ahead and uh, just tell us where where everyone can find you. If they, if they want to learn more about the album, Maybe uh, follow you on Twitter, Instagram. What do you What do you have out there? How can we find you? Well, you can usually find me in the alley on West Fourth Street. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I want a I W A N T E Diamond D I A M O N D. I'm the Diamond of Comedy, which you can find me on Instagram, and you can find all my pictures of me and my apple, my eye grow T-shirt. And she grows when you buy my album, so please buy my album. All musical outlets is digital download, because uh, you know you you guys don't buy CDs no more, so everything is online. Uh, iTunes, Amazon, all the outlets out there is 19 tracks of delicious goodness. Uh, you know how like Lauren Hill is my idol, and I do not skip one track on that miseducation Lauren Hill. So 50 Shades of Gay from Awante. You are going to love every single one, so please check it out. Um, and you tell your friends because that's the best way we could spread the word. Um, I want you guys to be my diamondites, and you guys, you you deserve greatness, and that's what I'm going to bring you. I'm the king of underground comedy, and we're going to take over this world. So you aren't going to get rid of me. I'm here to stay, so just look out for me. We're going straight to the top. Me and Girl Teacher here. You know, please support. And she grows when you buy my album. So please buy my album. The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx. We are NYC Talking, the realest lifestyle blog ever. Please like NYC Talking on Facebook. Please follow Angel R. Talk on Twitter and Instagram www.nyctalking.com. Thanks for listening.